It's the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, Season 4, Episode 11. Thank you so much for joining us once again. I am the host and the author of the piece you're about to hear today, The Grey Knight. You can call me Jack if that's a little too much. I understand. Boy, there is just a feeling going on out there in my fandom, in my friendoms, and in the world. I think maybe the world feels like it's just about to boil over. It's very funny. I heard all these things for a watched pot and how you're never supposed to watch them, but then also the overboiling, and if you put a wooden spoon on top, and also maybe some salt or olive oil in the water first. But at the end of the day, when it comes to a washed pot or an unwashed pot, when we think that boiling is increasing, when we think that boil over might happen, well, we think of the hiss, we think of the steam, we think of all the trouble that could be caused and how we want to stop it. Of course, when you're boiling water, you have control. And when it's other people in the world, you surely do not. So, however tempting it is to want to try and fix everything or solve it all, says a man who desperately feels those impulses. Allow me to say that I have taken a great deal of pleasure and solace in just trying to keep this little bit of pleasure going for the rest of you. Thank you to everybody who's come out to the live shows recently, all the requests, there's been too many to read. It's been very, very nice. All the well wishes, all the support. It's been a very odd month for me. It's been a very odd month for my country and my countrymen, and the news just keeps on coming. And frankly, all of us think it is going to continue on for some fucking time. So thank you for all of it, because you have allowed me to focus on something I can control and maybe can make better for other people that can't control the things around them. That's pretty nice, I think. Anyway, that crush, that sensation that I keep talking about, that I keep alluding to, that really wears on somebody over time. That exhaustion when someone's already tired, it's draining. There's no other way around it. And there's something about it, like in today's piece, that can just make you feel like you need release, that you need attention, but you also need to let go. How can you get it all? That feeling of control, but also constraint. That feeling of a squeeze. thing about choking you, about squeezing your throat when you're blindfolded beneath me, mm. it's 
just how much more sensitive your pussy is. Oh. And it is. It's just... It's much more sensitive. I love taking your eyes away from you, knowing that I'm staring at your pretty little face. That I'm literally looking down on it. In a way that you would make me stop or look away. If that blindfold wasn't there. See, I think it's both. I think to get this pussy as aware and awake and sensitive. <sighs> as it is right now. I have to deprive you. I have to take your senses away from you. Mm. I have to make you feel a whole lot of restraint. Your body's so fucking hot. I mean that literally. Your fucking skin. It's so hot. <sighs> After I make you come. You radiate it. It's the only time you push yourself away from me. It's the only time we're in this bed together that you're not clinging to me. I fucking love it too. Mmm. That's right, squeeze around my fucking dick. Oh, even though I'm fucking you so slow, it might as well not. Even me happening. But every time I pulse your neck, every time I run this fingernail just a little too long, up and down the front, squeeze after, mm -hmm. <laughs> just like that, you squeeze my dick inside you. Does your entire body constrain or just those areas? I know the truth. I know the truth from fucking you, from choking you, from putting my hands on different parts of your body as I did. Do you even know? Can you even feel the fucking difference? I don't know if you can. <laughs> I think it feels so goddamn good. Me inside you. Me paying you all this attention. Me focused on you. No music. No toys. Just knowing I'm this hard, this long, for you. Inside you. I find you this exciting. <laughs> it's too much for you, isn't it? To even admit. How could you even tell one of your girlfriends what I'd do to you? I have this image of you trying to. When they ask you to describe it, the feeling that I have. 
the effects that I make, the sensations I create inside you. <laughs> I just see you lowering your eyes and trying not to reveal too much with your face. <laughs> Just to iceberg in inside you, glacially, as slow as I need to go. <laughs> right there, right there, right there, right there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm not pushing, I'm just making you fucking come right there, right there. Don't make me squeeze you harder, I don't want to bruise you. I don't want to bruise your sweet little skin, I don't want to rend your muscles. I'm just going to take away your air. Slowly, that grip increases in intensity, that hand squeezes around that windpipe, restricts it, takes it out, makes it feel less. Yes, 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 right there. That's what you need, isn't it? Yes, yes it is. Yes it is. I'm not going to fucking speed up. I'm not going to fuck you any faster than this. This is how you're going to do it for me. Go ahead. Go ahead. You've got two hands free. Mm, play with your clit for me. Oh, my hand trailing up and down your body. Mm, don't worry, my knees are strong enough to hold me up and in between your legs. I can do what I need for this. Yes, 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 yes. Right there. I'm staring at you, I'm focused on you, I'm feeling your heartbeat and watching your cheeks twitch, I'm focusing on what it makes to make you feel this good, come on, come on, me inside you, rub that clit, show me how, show me how, I can't even see your eyes, but I can burn a fucking hole through this fabric with mine, show me, show me, yes you can, yes you can, Yes, you can. Right now. Right now. I'm not playing around. This is everything you need and everything you want. Come on. Come on. I'll squeeze you a little extra hard, but you have to do this. You have to come for me. Come on. There. Baby. Baby. Now. 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 Focus on it. Focus. Yes. 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 Good, 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 right there, right there, right there, your body is a toy, your body is a toy, <laughs> when you say do anything and everything I want with you, I know that this is not what you planned, but your body is a motherfucking toy, and you offered all of it for me, didn't you?
Mm-hmm. We're not taking that blindfold off, but we're moving positions. Uh-huh. I want you on top. I want you facing away. No, baby girl. I'm going to sit up. And I'm going to put my hands right above your fucking ass. So I can make sure that that pussy swallows my cock just the way. It's supposed to, just the way that it needs to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, a little bit of booty rubs, my hands coming up and down on this soft, mm, pliable flesh. <laughs> mm, my hands on it, rubbing it. Making you remember that it's here. You have all these nerve endings, don't you? Mm -hmm. They're all awake for me, aren't they? See? This is your revenge. You get to milk that cock. Ooh, you get to squeeze it real good. You get to try and make it ache just the way that I do. Isn't it funny how much easier you got in position? Isn't it funny how much more willing you were to jump on top of me and not be afraid just because you couldn't see? Don't get self-conscious now. Just start rolling those hips. I know. I know, but this time I've got to shake things up just a little bit because I know she's out for revenge, but my baby girl... Mm. She's still playing my game. She's still got her eyes taken from her by me. She's still doing what I say, going where I tell her to go, where I place her. (laughs) So I'm absolutely going to run my hands up and down your back. Scratch it, my nails sinking into your skin before playing over your ribs, poking ever so slightly in between them when you bring it down too tight or hard. Hands playing through your hair, hands playing up and down your neck, hands playing everywhere, not giving a shit about your beauty regimen or your makeup, or any damage I might be doing. I put that fucking blindfold on you. You said I could do anything with you that I wanted, and I want to touch you. I want to feel you from behind. I want you to give me everything. All while I'm scraping that top layer of skin from you. My hands over you are clearly not enough. My fingers dancing into your skin, pressing and making small, empty pawns. No, I need more. My lips begin to kiss. They take the sweat and the stink and the very pleasant smell from you. 
all at once, with each and every press. Instead of simply scraping up and down your body and touching your skin, now my hands are pulling you in, feeling you closer. I am stopping you from bucking too hard, not because it's too much, but because I want your whole body closer. And you can tell and feel it, can't you? Can't you? You do it for me and you can feel it. Can't you? Mm, that's my baby. The way she bounces. The way she tries to milk it. Yes. 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 Right there. Right there. Right there. Oh, oh, see, the thing of it is, I can't resist how good you feel either. <laughs> oh, everything I've done, all I do, all of it, just to make sure that I can fucking have you. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, there's only one way to have you. Do you understand? There's only one way to have you. Do you understand? That's to have all of you. That's to tell you exactly how I want you. <sighs> when you really give it to me? When you really give it to me? When you really give me every single part of you? That is when I'm whole. Ah, this is what you really admire, isn't it? Knowing that I'm so big, so strong, that I've got this fucking dick you can't help but want to bounce up and down on, feel inside and squeeze, but it's the presence of mind, knowing that it's there, knowing that it's so fucking hard for you, that this is all for you, and I'm still here. I'm pounding you into goddamn oblivion, but I'm here, staring goddamn dagger into the back of your head and you love it and you love it and you love it it's what turns you into the sweetest most supportive little baby girl into the most wanton little slut just for me just for her mister just for me just for me such a sweet little slut just for me come on bounce come on bounce ah oh, come on come on i thought you were gonna make me come so quick come on do you need your fucking nipples tweaked do you need your ribs raked by my talons do you need to be hurt come on come on come on bounce 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 i know you're trying to make me fucking come i'm trying to fucking make you come i'm trying to make you fucking come i'm trying to make you fucking come come on come on come on yes 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 snuck up on you didn't it didn't it come on come on come on yes right there right there my big fucking arms around you just in a nice little bear hug from behind me Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you are fucking powerless. <laughs> I can turn the goddamn table anytime. It's more than just a little bit of sweat in your hair now. It's almost like taking my cock inside that tiny little slit of yours. Is a real fucking workout, isn't it? I love it so hard to make me come. It was so much fun dominating sweet little baby girls before. But now, 
with all this extra time, knowing how sensitive I make their little pussies, knowing how much I hurt yours and you still crawl back and just beg for it. <laughs> ah, it's so fucking hard. <laughs> ah, I know it's not fair. I tell you that you get to ride and then I switch it up on you. But that's why I make you agree before we start that I can do anything to you. That's why I make you affirm out loud that your body is my plaything and my toy. It's This ass, and these thighs, and these knees, and these hips, this torso, and these breasts, and these shoulders, and this neck, this, I want this, I want this, I want this, it's not too much, is it? It's not too much, is it? Mm, say you're a slut just for me. Say you're a slut just for me. I like that last part. I like it a lot. When it's just for me, it means you really, really can't control yourself. And if you're actually willing to say that out loud, <laughs> you can only imagine the god damn pleasure gives me. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I want to, I want to, I want to with you. I want to with you. I want to with you. Yes. Yes. Come on, baby. Come on, baby, for me. For me. Roll with me. Roll with me. Push that ass down against me. Roll with me. <laughs> at the side of your neck. I want to kiss you. I want to look at you. Come on. Yes. Yes. Wrap your fucking legs around me. Ah, there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. Yes. Yes. Lean back, baby. Come on. Come on. Show me that you want to be the perfect little fucking hole for this. Yes. 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 I've got you. I've got you. Your big strong mister has you. Take this dick. Yes. 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 <sighs>
Pussy. <laughs> I didn't mean to make it go that long. It's not supposed to go that much at a time. When I talk about beating a pussy up, it's usually in <laughs> intervals. Mm, baby, you feel so fucking good. So fucking good. I don't even know. <laughs> mm. I know it's hard to be brave for me. Switch gears. Turn yourself off and on. Toggle off the parts of you that I ask you to. But you do so good with it. And you feel so fucking good besides. And I meant what I said. I just love the way you squeeze me when I squeeze you. And I hope you enjoyed that piece. I'm laughing because I adjusted myself last second and I just... I don't I don't know how else to put this. I just I just slapped my balls really hard right before we started recording. <laughs> but I'm trying to get uh, better at rolling with the flow and uh and so the way that I did that because I know that's got to be of supreme interest I'm in my office chair of course and I just kind of use my forms to lift myself up and adjust myself kind of thrust the big old booty back and uh, I guess I guess <laughs> I don't know Galileo was wrong. Or my balls are that dense, because, uh, or probably much more likely now I think about it, they went up on the way up, so they went down faster than way down. Because, boy, howdy, did they hit the fabric, and it wasn't like super painful or anything. But you you press the record button, and then all of a sudden your balls just get a quick little tap. That's gonna that's gonna cause some things. So uh, looks like you're not the only one with aching <laughs> with aching body parts for once after a piece. Oh, was that too much? Was that presumptuous? Probably. We have questions. I might have answers. Let's see. First question, Winchy. Hi, Jack. Hello. Hope you're well. I am. Three questions again. Let's do it. The first, uh, and I don't mean sexually. But, uh oh. Uh, uh, 
climbing trees or exploring caves? Exploring caves. And I actually was just thinking about this guy who died in Florida. And I, I say he died in Florida, but that's presumed because a sinkhole just opened up underneath his house while he was in his bed. And it's literally too deep for uh, for people to find the bottom of. Uh, <laughs> this is a story from a couple years ago. I just think about that guy because he was just laying in bed and then he fell for a real long time and then died instantly in a cave. And then every time I see a sinkhole on the news, I kind of think about that dude because that is a horrible way to go. And the second, hot chocolate or hot cider? Definitely uh, hot chocolate of the two. That being said, I'm watching my sugar intake and I'm really trying to not drink any sugar unless it's a well, well well-earned beer session. And third... What's the story you want to tell next? <laughs> we'll check back next week for next week's episode. I think there will probably be a story that I'm going to tell there. Care. Thank you, Winchie. Hey, Jack. Hey, ladies. It's been a bit. Uh, Chris- Hi, Crystal. I didn't think she was going to say her name. Hi, Crystal. We're here. Just got one more question for you. Okay. I'm always super curious. Nervous. Um, what is your favorite fall smells? Boy, you girls are feeling autumnal, aren't you? Let's let's let her finish up. It's like crackling fire. Ooh, that's winter. I'm just really curious because this is my favorite time of year. Mm. All right, thanks everyone. See you all in summer. Thank you very much, Crystal. Appreciate you. Uh, well, winter. I think of crackling fire as winter. Like for one, that's like ten percent of Christmas carols is a crackling fucking fire. <laughs> I remember reading once, this is not by the most like well-honored uh, source, so feel free to take this with a bit of salt, but I thought it was very fun. Uh, presence and a culture of getting presents year-round is pretty new uh, to modern society, especially wasn't what happened in the medieval period. There'd be some times where you'd bring a present, like the birth of a child, especially a son, just saying... Uh, and stuff like that, but like getting presents year-round, here's your birthday, here's this event, here's that, didn't really happen. But the 12 days of Christmas was, for a lot of these cultures, a huge event, and you really did give 12 gifts for 12 days. And the historical source that wrote about that that I enjoyed so much said basically, it's because winter's long, and there's not a lot of daylight, so if you don't have a really good time, you know, fuck it. And I just thought, that that's that is such like a very basic, very simple answer, and I really enjoy it quite a large amount why people used to uh, do 12 Days of Christmas. The other thing, the other reason why people are really happy to celebrate about Christmas that doesn't get like told anymore is January 1st was for most families, for most of the world, like the worst day of the year. Because if you owe any debt or if there was any obligation or whatever, that's when the law or a suitor or a quote-unquote suitor, you know what I'm saying? That's the day they show up. Apparently, it's January 1st. Apparently. And uh, that's why some cultures are are much more into the 12 days of Christmas extending into January. And some of them are like, oh, Christmas starts at like December 21st. That's, who gives a shit? Anyway, quick little side note there when you're all asking about fall. Because I thought about Christmas fires. Um, I have to say, having lived in evergreen environs most of my life, uh, I like fall when 
the leaves are uh, when the leaves are turning. I like it when they're dying. Is that bad? In the exact same way that fresh cut uh, fresh cut grass is uh, that smell is grass screaming in chemical pain. Ah! Says the freshly cut grass that we enjoy so much. You you ah! You got his open. Somebody help! Somebody! They're releasing that uh, that smell in order to attract apparently insects that are gonna that are gonna f- eat the insects that are eating the grass. I. I'll admit, I didn't go down into it. I just like the idea of torturing grass by mowing it. And that smell of nature dying, but at a real pleasant pace, you know? There's nothing quite like it. Maybe ozone. Which is kind of like the sky going, ah, you took a little piece of me. Thank you, Crystal. Hey, Jack, it's Gabby here. Hello, Gabby. Hope you're having a good week. Thank you. I thought I'd do something a little different for my question this week with a quick fire round of favorites okay ready yeah favorite band boy there's a little bit of an accent issue there i'm going to just listen to that one more time favorite band favorite bed the one that i sleep in favorite type of car (laughs) uh a reliable one i'm not a gearhead or a car guy favorite place you've lived Oof, I was just talking about living on this one really remote ranch the other day, and that uh, that was really nice and really good for me. I was thinking about how the only thing you'd hear is the occasional airplane coming overhead, and I do mean occasional. It was uh, really far out of the way, and I was just thinking about how, because the elevation was so high, it was actually over 8,000 feet uh, in the air above sea level. Uh, that sometimes you would open the door and it would be foggy because you're literally walking into a cloud, like you're in the fucking Andes, like you're like you're in up. But you know, I wasn't in South America, so I was actually just thinking about that place. Favorite place you visited? You know, really, I just, I really will always cherish my time in Copenhagen. Favorite type of food? Ah, oh, the one in my belly. Favorite hoodie? The one I'm wearing. Favorite music genre? <laughs> I think it has to, have to be rock and roll. After all these, after all these decades now of of always finding my way back to it, I think it's indie rock. I always, always kind of like the underground indie. Fuck you, semi punk. I was just think I was just at a New York City post punk binge if if that sounds weird post punk is kind of it's kind it's kind of a fuck you to the system but also not because they also tried to save the label it's a post punk is a it's a commercialized i don't know it's a good period of music though uh i think rock and roll super movie soundtrack i actually don't listen to movie soundtracks so if we if we go by the one that i've listened to the most it'll be inception because I just fucking love that. I really did. I know it got overplayed. There's a there's an inception button. It's a big red button. Sometimes when I when I'm like, oh, this needs a this needs a moment. I'll go to the inception button. I'll press it, and that big bomb will come out. It's pretty great. Thank you, Gabby. Hey, Jack. Chastity here. Hello, Chastity. More of a silly question for you this week. Let's do it. Um, I just got through watching Hamilton again. And when Uh George came on, it brought me back to watching it with you and the ladies. It was very fun. All the conversations had about 
villains just being the best. <laughs> and they usually get the best songs, yeah, the best storylines. Um, so my question for you this week oh, no. is, who are some of your favorite villains? Oh, no! And do you have any favorite villain songs? <sighs> See, that's not a fun question, Chastity. That's a sneaky question. And we all know what you're trying to get me to do. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to be casual. I'm trying to just slowly meld into the entertainer form that I was always supposed to be all my life but just never really had the confidence for, you know, just I'm trying to slide into that, but it's kind of hard. Fucking, I'm taking out my earphones. This is so embarrassing. Listen, I'm telling you this as somebody who takes pride in what they do. If you start hitting the skip button or the 15 second next button as a fan, I don't blame you at all. Uh, as a matter of fact, I happen to think Jeremy Irons, as Scar, is just one of the most seminal roles of all damn time. I really do. I know a lot of people like love, like a movie from their childhood, but I don't have such nostalgia. I like I've talked about Pirates of Dark Water previously on on this podcast, and like if somebody, you know, somebody gave me the this gave me a run at a screenplay, I would just fucking die, or like a reboot like a Netflix reboot, I would just fucking die if I got to do a pass at that. Um, but I also know that it's got a lot of flaws. Like, what I love about it, you have to see through a lot of 90s childhood cartoon bullshit to get to. But it's still there. And, you know, again, loving bad guy villains, Tim Curry in a childhood show as an evil semi-zombie pirate captain on a dreadnought. It's fucking dope. Uh... But I really, really, really think The Lion King was something special. A lot of people downplay and go, oh, it's animated Hamlet. Uh, for one, that's an accomplishment. <laughs> people have been trying to do Hamlet for kids for 350 fucking years now. Almost 400 fucking years now. Uh, and they have not managed. So if Disney got it, <laughs> that's pretty great. Uh... But for two, it's so much – there's a better lesson in The Lion King, at least for children, than there is in Hamlet. Don't get me wrong. The existential and the nihilism and all that great. It's great, you know. The Norwegian surprise at the end it really kind of makes you think after you've already been there for four hours. Uh, but uh, <laughs> there's an aspect to The Lion King – um, and, and and Simba makes friends and allies, and then his friends and allies help him overcome the corruption that he allowed to pass. Uh, and that's a pretty good story because you're going to allow corruption to pass. Uh, <laughs> at least your childhood self will definitely look at your adulthood self and go, what the fuck happened to you in these specific categories? But that, of course, you know, it's a, it's a story about reclaiming power. But again, trusting others and evolving. And a lot of movies these days where they have the bad guy and the bad guy has his army, the good guy wins by having a magic power. The good guy has a magic power or does a really cool thing, and then the CGI army disappears. There's an insurmountably powerful CGI army around the good guy for decades of storytelling now, for 20 years of storytelling now, since the Matrix, really. And then the good guy will do something, and then the bad guy army disappears. It happens over and over and over again. But the Lion King, it's because Simba went in exile, 
which of course is just a fucking metaphor. It's because he falls in love. It's because he makes friends that are different. And then he brings all of that back at the end. And and all of that culminates in the final sequence. And I really think that's very good. It's the best... Uh, I get down on that. People get down on me all the time. It's the best Disney screenplay. Uh, it's right up there with Tangled, which is just a fantastic screenplay and goes over a lot of the same fucking things, although it doesn't have a battle, thankfully, at the end. It gets even better. Right? The end, is, the end of Tangled, it's all about manipulation and sisterly love and trusting your power. It's really great the way the themes of that movie come together at the end. I really, I think I've talked about them a lot and I'm gushing a, a fair bit. Obviously, I'm also stalling. Because <clears throat> this is not the part that I said that you should have to <laughs> skip over. <laughs> no, I can't do it. Uh, I'm just, I'm trying so hard. I'm trying so hard to... Be more casual. I really am. I, I'm trying to be... I'm trying so hard. I'm blushing really badly. I'm trying so hard to just be that, like, shameless lounge singer type. Really. And just get into it because I am shameless about doing voices at this point. I'm shameless about doing humor at this point. I legitimately think it's hilarious that I can say wet ass wet ass pussy and there's just no problem with that. Wet ass pussy. Wet ass pussy. Nothing. There's no concern. I could say it right looking in your eyes and your mother-in-law eyes. I could I could I could say it to I'm smiling a little bit because I know it's almost like a superpower. And even you gals out there, there's a lot of you who have to whap. Because you can't say wet ass pussy with a straight face. Isn't that amazing? I also like that I just said it so many times in a row, and now it's nonsense. Wet-ass pussy, wet-ass pussy, wet-ass pussy. There, me and Ben Shapiro both. We both discredit it entirely. Uh, but boy, howdy. This is so rough for me. So here we go. <clears throat> I never thought hyenas essential, but crude and unspeakably plain. But maybe there's a glimmer of potential. If allied to my vision and my brain, I know that your powers of retention are as wet as a wad hung's backside. But thick as you are, pay attention. My words are a matter of pride. It's a pun. It's clear from your vacant expressions. The lights are not all on upstairs, but we're talking kings and successions. So even you can't be caught unaware. So be prepared for the chance of a lifetime. Be prepared for sensational news. A shining new era is tiptoeing nearer. And that's, I guess that's the, that's, that breaks the trance, because of course that's when I would need backup, and there's none here. Holy shit, Allie, save me with the last and final questions. Play me out, Allie, play me out. Hey there, Jack. I have a few questions this week. Please. From a few of the lovely ladies of the night. Uh, so let's get right into it for you. First set of questions from Penny. Thank you, Penny. Question one. Have you ever had a paranormal experience of any kind? Every time... A woman has sex with me, and I use my tongue on her. She says it's supernatural. Question two. What are your top five erotic films of all time that you've enjoyed watching? <laughs> I gotta say, erotic cinema is almost just 
an oxymoron. <laughs> uh, I got asked this on Tumblr recently, so I don't just have this list in the top of my head. There's not really even a lot of erotic movies. There's uh, Secretary, of course. There's Nine and a Half Weeks. There's any rendition of a story of uh, O, uh, whatever it's named as. You've got your Fifty Shadeses. Um, that's right. And I mean, women are on the hunt for this kind of thing. And it, it doesn't really exist. So um, my view is, because erotic, the difference between something sexual, pornographic, and erotic <laughs> in the 21st century is how many women can agree <laughs> that it is those things. I really mean that. Like, that can sound very glib, but I'm sincere. The thing that's going to determine throughout the rest of the 21st century is, is this erotic or is this porn? Is this just shit? Is women willing to go to bat for it or not? Because men these days are shameless in the sexual arena. So uh, it's it's the consensus of women will decide the balance of those things. So you got to tell me your favorite erotic movies, ladies. Question three. If you were a dominant, what lengths would you go to to protect your submissive? If? If she's dealing with unwanted street harassment. Uh, I, I would not do anything. Uh, Probably, besides walk with her. Um, unwanted street harassment is really, really, really bad. Uh, and I, you know, I'm fortunate enough to make my own schedule work from home. But if this is the kind of question, like, are you going to confront those kinds of guys? Are you going to enact violence or lay down something? The answer is almost certainly uh, no, just to be real honest with you. Um I'm a big, big guy, so if someone's doing that around me, they're not afraid of escalating. That's all there is to it. And I know I know that how that can sound, but I mean this because whenever I see a guy and there's a big guy around, and I'm like, that's a big guy. I don't normally think that. I'm really not trying to be glib or, or coy. Uh, but, so when I think that, I'm like, oh, shit, I wonder if Bruiser over here is on the same side as me. And I know that that's the same. So if somebody's escalating or if somebody's pushing one beyond that, uh, yeah, yeah. The other thing is, I have by and large, I, you know, I, I talk about how I, I needed multiple feminist awakenings, two real come to Jesus times in my life where I'm like, I'm not as good at this as I think I am. I, I, I need to go back to square one. Um, before I, I had those, you know, thoughts and conversations and, and, and soul searching, I did think I should always be at the metro stop to pick up the gal and what have you. Uh, but I have since dated educated women who are very comfortable telling me where and and how I'm wanted in situations that I've helped and, and situations that I've hindered. And by and large, the women that I see, they want to vent the harassment so that I go through the emotional journey with them, not because they want me to solve the problem. They, If they were really deeply uncomfortable, I think that they would ask me if they thought so. But if if there's one thing women have taught me, it's just listen to women. It's hard as a man. You really do want to solve things from your male perspective, but just listen to women. So the first thing I would think is if my sub was coming to me and saying this kind of thing, unfortunately, uh, the very first thing I would be wondering is, is this in the context of our dynamic? 
Is this, is this modal communication? Is she wanting me to play a certain game with her? And that's the kind of sub I don't like to play with, to be perfectly honest. The kind of sub who says, dress me up. Uh, I'm bratty. You're going to have to shut me up. I'm only acting up because you didn't pay me attention. Oof. No thank you. Next set of questions from Cutie Honey. <laughs> spelled K-Y-U-T-I-H-U-N-I. I think that's a really cool name. It's very cute. Question one. What's your favorite comic or manga at the moment? <laughs> I I am not a manga man. Uh, <laughs> sorry. that's I don't even like Studio Ghibli movies. I know. I know. I can already feel 2% of the fandom just wishing out the door. But it's the truth because they keep being offered to me for free. And I keep being all like, mm, pass. Show me the compilation of gifts. Uh, I am not an anime, hente, manga, manga fan. I mean, I jerked off to hente pretty recently. It just kind of popped up on one of the sites. You know, you, you go in and, and they'll just be like, here's the top 15 of the day or whatever. And there was a cartoon penis. I was like, nah. And it does the trick. But I often, I really do wonder, like, I really do wonder. Because <laughs> I don't normally think of the degenerative effects of, of porn on relationships because if I did I'd have a whole new thing of things to fret about uh, but if you're a woman and you're having any kind of trouble getting the sex that you want from your man and he's always jerking off to cartoons that's gotta feel different than if he's jerking off to other porn question two what's your favorite drink my favorite drink uh, are all alcoholic and all very sweet. And as I said to Winchie at the beginning, I'm trying so hard not to drink so much of either of these things. Uh, doing pretty well. A uh, couple, couple of low periods with a lot of beer in 2020. But besides that, doing pretty good. Uh, I allow myself white Russians <laughs> for one week, as a, uh, generally speaking, uh, for Christmas. Uh, from the 24th of Christmas until the 1st of January, a little over a week, I allow myself to just free pour white Russians, and I love them. But you really shouldn't have them. Uh, other drinks that I really like around the holidays that I permit myself to have, uh, I make a big pitcher of cold toddies, which is uh, tea and uh, sweet tea, uh, cloves, sh uh, cinnamon, uh, cloves, cinnamon, ginger, uh, citrus, uh, citrus juice, and then bourbon over ice. It's very good with a little bit of bitters. Oh, very nice. Uh, and then there's one drink that I'll, I'll order when I'm out. I don't quite ever make it right at home, but uh, for the holidays at least, it's just a Christmas drinky for me, and I quite enjoy it. It's called a toasted almond, and it tastes like a toasted almond. Uh, although that probably was a lot more impressive before almond milk was in everything, I'm now realizing. Okay, I think we got a few more. And finally, a question from Lee. If money wasn't an issue and the world wasn't on fire ah, everywhere, ah. where would you choose to live? L.A. If money wasn't an issue, I would live in L.A. and I would send Allie to wherever she wants to live uh, in the world. Uh, I'm actually pretty actively working on that. I've been pretty good about moving stuff up on Patreon and that sort of thing. You girls have really been helping a lot with uh, just spreading the word, especially when I was absent. You encouraged me to come back. All the support, telling gals, it really, it really means a lot. Like a lot, a lot. I deeply appreciate it. Uh, I, I said I'm trying to, to mold myself into this sort of entertainer form and just sort of lean into it, stop being so embarrassed and 
<sighs> Try to get the fuck over myself. <laughs> you know, it sounds easy, but after your seventh therapist. Anyway. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 from the bottom of my heart, I want to get out there. I feel more prepared all the time. I want so badly. I don't know if I, I, I don't know if it's perfection or control because I don't think it is either. Those are easy words to lob at, at my hesitation, but I don't think they're accurate. A part of me want so desperately to give you a good experience during a bad, hard time, because I know the value of that, just to be entertained when things are bad. And when I can't deliver that in the way that I set out, I just don't feel like I'm, I'm worthy or deserving of rewards or furthering or advancement. But I have to put that aside for Ali, for, for my future, for the rest of it, I really do. And I'm trying so hard. So, thank you very much for listening. Uh, boy, howdy, this was very impromptu. I wonder how messed up I sound, because I promise I'm not. <laughs> I'm a little caffeinated, but uh, don't worry, there's no sugar in this tea. No bourbon either. <sighs> I can't wait to see you back here for next week. And that is where I'll be telling another story hopefully answering more of your questions. As Crystal said, it would be lovely to see you on the server. You can find us and say hello on Discord. It's an app. You talk on it. You chat on it. I'm there. I sit on a server. It's nice. There's other ladies of the night. You can find out more pinned on my Twitter, at RealGreyKnight, R-E-A-L-G-R-E-Y-K-N-I-G-H-T. Again, that's at Twitter. Not my pinned tweets. You can find a link towards it. Come on in, say hello. It's totally free, and uh, I'd love to see you there. It's uh, really a very nice place, speaking of the world being on fire and needing uh, some relief from that. Okay, guys, see you next week. Thank you again. Mm -hmm.